Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Unplugged podcast. This is James and Terry Kraft coming to you from sunny Southern California. Are you looking for an opportunity to join the discussion with two people who have traveled the real and vulnerable road of marriage recovery, ministry, family life, and leadership? Well, our hope is for you to journey with us through each episode to a discovery of what it means to live a faith-filled life in an honest, authentic, and unhindered way. So we encourage you to set aside life's distractions and stresses and get comfortable with us as we discuss Life Unplugged. Hey, welcome to the Life Unplugged podcast. Terry and I are back from the holiday season and it was a great one. Yes, it is officially 2023. 2023. <laughs> and we had such an incredible uh, Christmas. We had our whole family here. Uh, it was a bit crazy for a while there. I think we had at one time nine people living in our house. Uh, we went and did a bunch of stuff because our, our daughter came out and my son-in-law. And it was incredible. But Christmas is your favorite time of year, Terry. Oh, absolutely. I love everybody getting together and you know, I think it's what's really funny about it is I think it shows our total humanity. You know, we, we laugh, we cry, we get frustrated, we solve problems, we do fun things together, we make memories and we take lots of pictures. It's like, it's like, I don't know, life in a little nutshell. And we watch a lot of movies and we eat too much food. <laughs> uh, and it was great uh, to be a part of that and had such a great time. Yes. You know, but I'll tell you, it can be kind of crazy at this time, at that time of year. And I'm, I'm excited to get back into the rhythm. Yes. Yes. Which brings us to, um, you know, for us, we have, we've really, I mean, in working with couples, working with individuals, working through um, crisis marriages and conflict resolution, communication, the whole nine yards, um, we've developed uh, what we call the peace plan and it's just a communication tool. If we're going to really just melt it down uh, to its lowest point is it's a, it's a communication tool. And what we're hoping to do today is just walk through that. We're also going to have the ability um, for you, our listeners to, uh, there's a link at the bottom um, of the info area that's going to link you to um, more information about the peace plan. And so you can potentially, you know, print it out, make a copy, whatever. Um, this is a free resource that we are giving through Life Unplugged, and we're super excited. Well, it's also a, a resource that we use ourselves. And so when you talk about our marriage, you know, our home, um, these are these are tools that we pull out. And, and you might think, is this something original? You know what? Honestly, it's a collective, right? It's of, of so many resources that we've learned and then it's our own language. And so we kind of have put this together so that it's clear for us. And then it's also practical um, to actually get to a destination connection with one another. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to remember. Peace plan. P-E-A-C-E-P-L-A-N. And each of those uh, letters are going to be part of the plan. And so, you know, living this out, I don't know for you, James, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know that I do every single one of these steps every single time that I'm in um, a communication um, 
stuckness. <laughs> we, that's our word, stuckness. Sure. I like that. Um, but I, I absolutely use these tools, you know, whether it's in the complete peace plan or I take out pieces and go, oh, that's right. I got to remember this aspect or that aspect. So the best way to do it is to use these all together, all the P-E-A-C-E-P-L-A-N. But each and every one of these components are powerful. So even if you're a limbic and you're like, I can't remember the entire peace plan, remember what you can. We're going to give you grace That's today. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, so let's do it. Let's just unpack this, James. Well, this is the the great thing about the peace plan because I like acronyms. I think that's what it's called, right? An acronym, right? <laughs> uh, so it's something that you can actually remember the more you do it. Um, but if you look at the peace plan, we start off with the letter P. And when you get into a place where you're in a difficult situation with somebody, this could be at home, marriage, this could be with your child, uh, this could be with a friend or even at co- your coworker or at work somewhere. Um, you can incorporate this, but the first thing we ask you to do with the, with the first P is to pause, pause, take a deep breath. How many times do we, as people, when our limbic system starts to fire up and your adrenaline is pumping and your blood pressure is going higher, you don't want to pause. All you want to do is to blurt it all out, vomit on somebody, tell them how bad they are, or kind of just get it all out. But then you're not logically processing anything because one you have lock, a lack of um, oxygen oxygen flowing through your brain. And then all of a sudden you start to spin out of control and you say things you don't want to say. You do things you don't want to do. If you just pause, you give yourself a fighting chance to have an adult conversation with the person you're, you're having the conversation with. Mm, that's so powerful. And you know, we understand the power of taking a deep breath. I mean, honestly, there are a couple of benefits um, one of them is, is hey, it reduces stress. And just like you said, it, it sort of, it, it awakens back up, uh, to the parts of our brain that they got deoxygenated by, uh, shortening our breath or of the adrenaline. So it reduces uh, the stress. It also helps us to, um, uh, manage difficult emotions. If you get good at breathing and pausing and, you know, taking those deep breaths, you'll realize that it really helps stabilize when we get sort of emotionally dysregulated, when we feel that like, uh, you know, our entire body feels hot, you know, when we get angry or we freeze and all of a sudden it's like we feel numb, uh, the deep breath helps us manage that. Um, it improves our immune system. So taking a deep breath, whether it's part of the peace plan or just as a normal everyday good routine to stop, it helps our body. Um, it also relieves and helps manage, you know, pain that we might be feeling and it increases our self-compassion. So in the peace plan, you know, the pause is really the key uh, to giving our brain a chance to reboot. That's right. And it's, to me, it's the most powerful part of it. Well, this is the most powerful one for me personally, because if I allow myself, I'm an eight, I'm a challenger. If anybody knows that knows me, they know that. Um, if I allow myself a, just a few minutes of pause and I take deep breaths, I do the breathing technique and then I allow myself just to come to a point of understanding, okay, I'm, it's not catastrophic. 
I can actually see this logically rather than uh, reaction through a reaction sense. Um, I have a fighting chance, which leads us to our second one is, you know, get the P, then you get the E and peace is to examine. So if you allow yourself to pause, you, you get, you give yourself an opportunity to examine what's around you, what's really happening. And you can keep it real rather than going catastrophic. Right. And you know, it's like, because you took the time to breathe and pause, now you actually have the potential to see things as potentially the way they really are. Uh, we always laugh and it's like, are there screaming children running around sitting naked, you know, when, when they're little and, you know, you're trying to resolve no, a conflict. Only, only in our house. Yeah, That's right. Our when our house. kids were little, you know, it'd be like, we, one of our girls, we call her Mowgli because she always just would run around in, in her underwear and it was like, she loved it, you know, but you know, she's supposed to be getting ready for bed and all of a sudden they're jumping on the bed and, and sometimes we're trying to resolve conflict right in the middle of, of this, you know, parental chaos. Um, you know, examining looks a little bit like, Hey, is this an appropriate time to even have this talk? Um, are there privacy issues? Are there people around who maybe don't need to be hearing this and we need to, you know, have the right kind of boundaries. Um, is this the right moment to even attempt this kind of conversation? And so if not, the examination kind of gives us a moment to potentially even request, Hey, I need a timeout or let's take a timeout. That's right. But you can't do that unless you kind of look around you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the examination is actually really important. It's huge. It's huge. It's like if you're going to go to, you know, you look at those uh, TV shows and they go to a crime scene, they have to examine. But if they get caught up in the emotion of what's happening, they're not going to see the things that they're supposed to see. So we're supposed to allow ourselves to examine, see what's going on. And then what happens after you examine, we go into the A in peace and it's a tune. Tune, tune in and listen to the other person or the surrounding area. Tune in and see, hey, what's really happening here? You know, we always say this, if if the other person you're working with or you're having a conversation with, we always say if you're overreacting or if they're underreacting, it's really not the issue at hand. And so you have to attune to them to find out, hey, what's really happening here mm, and yeah. have a connection with them. I love that. Uh, you know, it's kind of like try listening to the words that are being said, you know, what is the body language that you're seeing, you know, someone, uh, demonstrate. This is a little bit like, I love this, James, you always say this, uh, you know, when we're working with people, um, is tuning into a radio station. It's kind of like a tune old, like an old, an old like yeah. in the car, right? Like back when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, tuning into a radio station. It sometimes takes a second to sort of navigate around the static, so it's like when you're, when you really care about someone and even if you're, you're maybe not in the best place right in this moment, but you're looking at them, you're like, wow, you know what? They might be stressed out because of other things. Right. And so one thing that we tell couples all the time is, Hey, if, if you're able to attune, that means that you have a level of empathy in your relationship, you know, kind of tossing back and forth that empathic um, you know, connection, if there is zero, little to none, you know, in, in terms of your empathic connection between each other, and that's happening on a regular basis, then that's going to come up in these conflicts and it's going to be hard to resolve it. So when you hit that, like neither of you can be empathic or attuned to each other. Like I really just I just have contempt toward you, then that means that we've gone beyond just a communication style and a 
communication tool, we need to actually go into some deep work there. Um, But for the average couple or the average person who's trying to deal with maybe a friendship, um, a spouse, or even a a child in their family, you can attune to them because you're like, hey, I really do love you, even though I might not like you right now, (laughs) but I'm going to attune. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we walk through this process and you're you're allowing yourself to deep, deep breathe, and then you're examining what's in front of you, attuning to the person that you're you're encountering or having a connection with, and then it leads you to a place where you you are, are able to be curious in what's in front of you, curious of what might be. Where are they coming from? What are the feelings behind those words? You know, so you're able to kind of look around the corner and investigate. Hmm. But if you're in an Olympic state of mind where you're you're just in a defense or self-preservation, you're never going to be curious because you're always thinking about yourself. And so this allows us in this process to now be curious. Hmm. What's around the corner? What's really going on here? Yeah, that's so good. And curiosity is really a neutral stance. Uh, If you really look at it, um, if we can get ourselves to kind of a neutral stance, like, okay, let me just be curious here for a second. Um, you know, what, what may have led to this, uh, this uh, argument in the first place or this, you know, this, um, uh, fight that we're in, uh, is there a lot of stress on myself, on this other person? Um, how was my delivery? I mean, was my delivery off? I mean, if I can actually be curious about myself and about the other person in this, um, it really helps the situation. And, um, I don't know, you know, James, how would you say, I mean, we, we use the word curious a lot, all the time, all (laughs) All the the time. time. And it's actually shows up in people who have a greater potential to grow Mm -hmm. and heal curiosities there. So allow yourself, you know, to be curious, um, and that's the C. So we've that's had we've had P for pause, E for examine, A for attune, C for curiosity. And now this last one on the E. But this is fun. This is when we look at the E. You know, the curiosity is really looking at outward. You know, you're kind of seeing what's going on over there. But then explore. It's kind of really what's what am I feeling through all this situation. What's, what am I feeling in my mind and my body? You take a, a second to, to name the feeling that you're feeling because you might be just hurt, sad, or you might be angry. You might be enraged. You might, you might be confused. And it's good to be able to identify where are you at before you go any further. You know, we, a lot of times we, we have it printed out all the time and we give it to everybody we work with is the feelings world uh, wheel, because a lot of times you don't even know the language around it. And it's good to put, put language. What am I feeling? And we always tell people, just name the feeling and let it sit there for a moment. I'm feeling sad. And what does that really feel like? Sad. Because we like to say sad and then we like to explain it and move on and kind of justify it. But we want to just sit there in that feeling and really experience it for what it is. Mm, That's really good. Yeah, exploration is... The way I kind of look at it in this particular way is, you know, it's like a flashlight, you know, curiosity is like, Hey, what's there? What, you know, what, what are we looking at? And then exploration is, is like, I'm kind of taking that, that flashlight and I'm just shining it onto myself. It's like turning it inward. Um, you know, after hearing what, you know, my partner has just said, maybe I can take some time to see how that's hitting me. You know, what, how am I experiencing that? And maybe that's, this is a great time to even kind of back up a bit and ask for some clarification, um, or maybe repeat what the person said 
and, and say, am I getting that right? Right. You know, am, am I, is that landing the way you want it to? Um, uh, because I'm hearing it this way. And so ex- exploration is really important here. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so, you know, we're, we're, we're diving into this uh, peace plan. So we've, we've done the P E A C E pause, examine, attune, curiosity, and explore. So now we're going to go into the plan part. The plan is moving forward and we want to look at it that way because as we do, we, we, you might be thinking, well, you're kind of repeating yourself here. In the plan, we start off by, with the P there, as pause again. You know, after being, you know, exploring a curiosity and exploring aspect and find out what's, what are you feeling? What are you experiencing? Pause again. Allow yourself to breathe. Take it in. See, you might be thinking, gosh, this is a lot of kind of slowing down the pace of your connection and communication. And we would say, yes, slow it down. You know, it's like driving down the freeway, you know, at, at 75 miles an hour and Yes, I know that many of you do. Uh, and you put your head out the window and it, all you hear is, you never even be able to hear the conversation inside the car. And so you got to slow down, come back and be present and pause. In that place, you're able then to then regroup and gather all the information you have so far so that you can move forward mm-hmm. with a person with your, you're your having a conversation yeah. with. So good. And you know what? This is actually a really great place to pause and like, Hey, is this, is this safe for us to proceed, you know, toward moving forward? And maybe if it's not like if we're literally getting kind of nowhere with this, maybe we have to go back up and go through some of those elements of the peace part of the, of the uh, peace plan, go back up and do some of the, um, you know, the examination or the attunement, um, or the curiosity and, give yourself the, uh, the ability to do that. Like, Hey, yeah. you know what? Maybe we just need to pause for a second and go back up. And maybe I need to ask you again, what you meant by that, or I'm feeling this way in my body. And maybe I just need to take five before right. we move to the next place. And so that pause right in the middle is very important as well. Again, just taking a deep breath. Yeah. Well, and this is good because as you are, then if you come to this place and you feel like we can move forward, then we move into the L of the plan. And, and that is to learn, learn something new about each other where you're at. You know, Terry and I, we celebrated 30 years of marriage this year and uh, we're, we're so thankful for that, mm-hmm. but we're learning something new about each other all the time, you know, and I'm hoping and praying that God will allow us to see and learn something new about each other until the day we're gone off this earth, you know, because I believe that is what God has created us to be curious and be able to learn from each other and what's something new about each other. Uh, and so this is important for, for you. So for you guys to move forward. Yeah. Well, you know, and in learning posture, which is great. And I think when we are in that learning place, we can say like, Hey, I didn't realize that this timing issue existed. You know, like if I'm trying to bring up a conversation and it creates maybe a conflict and I'm realizing as I'm examining and as I'm, you know, walking through this piece part, I realize, you know what, right after a long day of clients before dinner is not a great time for me to bring up the, you know, big pressing issue. Um, or on the way to church when everybody's, you know, <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody gets in, in a fight on the way to church, oh, right. Yeah. One time or another, but you know, it's like, it, I might, I might realize something about 
my partner or the person I'm in communication with, like there's a, there's a, a better timing. Yeah. Well, I might not have even known that before yeah. or in the, in the process of going back and forth, I might realize like, wow, there's, there's a, a childhood wound that just came up that, that you, maybe my partner never mentioned before. It's like, right. oh my God, I didn't even know. And I'm so sorry. Or, hey, you know, I can see that now and, and let's kind of work through that. That's learning something. So I just, I have to be at least open to that That's if right. I want to move forward. If you want to move forward. Uh, and especially if you want to move forward together. Yeah. In doing that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is great. Well, the last, uh, the last, last two here is the A in plan. And, and that is to then ask. Hey, what what do you need from me? And then what do I need? And so this, and to be able to communicate clearly what is needed, uh, it doesn't make you needy. It just clarifies what the, what the need is. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important to be able to communicate this with uh, some clarity with one another. Yeah, so good. I, I, we have a, a kind of a way that we, we, we posture this. It's kind of like a fill in the blank sentences. It's like, are you feeling you know, sad because you need, maybe it's acceptance. Acceptance. Yeah. It's like, are you feeling blank because you need blank or I feel blank and I request blank. So I might feel, um, confused and I request you bring some clarification about how that, that, you know, sentence, um, flung out of your mouth, maybe, you know, (laughs) it's like, uh, I just need to get some clarification there. So, you know, if I, if I ask, it is so helpful You bet. because a lot of times we end up getting in these arguments and then, you know, a day later, it's like, if you just asked me or if I just clarified what I was going, was going on in my heart, we could have maybe, you know, solved this and moved forward. Um, you know, some relational needs, um, include, and I'm just going to name off a few and you might, as a listener here, you might connect with some of these words and it's like, yeah, those are some words, write them down or, or, you know, print off this peace plan and, and just be aware of them how they work through your life and how you see them and, or observe them in someone else's, um, is really helpful. Some of our common relational needs would be acceptance, validation, comfort, affirmation, encouragement, respect, forgiveness, clarification. That's a big one for me. Um, identification, affection, companionship, structure, belonging, honesty, compassion, support, security, empathy, attunement, safety, security, and authenticity. Oh, I mean, the list goes on, but you know, just to name a few, um, James, when you look at that list, you know, what sticks out to you? Cause I know we do this all the time. Yeah, no, I, I believe, you know, that if you really get down sometimes my insecurities, you know, when I get fatigued and tired, um, after a long day of working with people and I've come in, um, sometimes I can be kind of, uh, kind of thin on the emotional. And so, <laughs> never. yeah, never. And so sometimes I just need acceptance and validation, you know, that, uh, and, and that's where, you know, and I can't depend on you always to do that for me. Um, cause I don't, you can't come and regulate me. Um, but I can't, 
we can't go any further if I don't request it. You know, you might be able to say to me, James, I don't have anything left to give you right now either. Well, that gives me a heads up to know what to do then. I can call a friend and that's what I do. Um, but you know what? It gives us opportunity for us to have that point of connection with each other. And typically 99% of the time we are able to meet each other in those needs. Mm, so good. That is so good. And, and figuring out those needs, you know, for us, uh, the ones that we tend to go toward um, are, is helpful as well. Yes. So asking, asking is really important. Yeah. And again, this is another one of those places where if you feel you can't ask, and it's not just because of the, maybe the argument you're in or the, the situation, it's like, you can't ask ever yeah. or that there's fear there. Then that's where you're like, okay, that is actually more of a core issue that yeah. we need to go get some help with. That's right. It's not going to just shore up in, you know, one, uh, you know, little communication uh, tool. That's, That's right. That's like, this is really a good plan to help you maybe even figure out areas where you might need to do some deeper work. That's right. Um, when we, when we do that. And I want to encourage, if you're listening here and you have to, it, it's stirring something inside thinking, God, I think we need to do some deeper work. Don't be ashamed of that. Everybody, I believe everybody uh, needs to do deeper work at one time or another or ongoing. And so I believe, I just believe right now that some of our, some are listening and you might thinking, I don't want all the time, nor the resources, or, you know, I don't want people to think something bad of us. Mm, do it for you. Do it for you. Go and explore and find out what needs to be worked on so that you guys can walk in freedom and really uh, have your own cadence with each other. Mm -hmm. so well, good. the last one that we had here in the plan is navigate. Um, it's, this is where you get to move towards uh, and towards each uh, move towards the goal and towards each other. Uh, in other words, there's a common ground that you guys are able to achieve and stand on with each other. Mm, so good. Yeah, because we all want to move somewhere. You know, we want to move forward. We don't want to just stay stuck in some argument or some miscommunication. We 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 want to let something grow us. Um, so we we're, our encouragement is is that when you kind of feel like you've gone through the peace part, you're getting some clarification. You both have done at least enough attunement to connect with one another. You're, you've been curious, um, and then you took that deep breath. And then you're, you're like, Hey, how can we learn? You know, how can we grow? How can we ask, you know, what, what, what do we need to know, um, in a deeper way? Then it's like, okay, let's go forward. Let's yeah. go forward. Let's, let's not let this stop us. Let's move forward. Um, if you guys, if you have shared values with the person that you're communicating with. So whenever we work with people, that's something that we really, uh, work with a lot is values. So as a couple or even, you know, a mutual friend or in a family, it's like, okay, so if you have shared values, this is the moment to remember them together. And then that helps you remember what's important. What are we fighting right. for? Really in a good way. We're fighting for respect in our home. We're fighting, we're fighting for repair or, or a, a deeper um, intimacy or love or connection. And it's like, that's what we value. That's what we're moving toward. So let's navigate toward that. Right. So as we've learned something, as we've grown through this plan, okay, so now we have some, maybe some new marching orders and we respect that. Um, because if we do that and we can navigate toward these values, number one, we may have less contention, yeah. um, but also, you know, just helps us to have a deeper legacy 
yeah. um, with the people around us as well. I mean, who wants to live in a home where someone's continually um, in a contentious place? Yeah. Well, as you see this, this peace plan, I believe it's for everyone, you know, and especially as we're in a season right now, and uh, you might be listening to this, you know, six months from now, but this is uh, taking place, uh, recording this during the holiday season. And sometimes uh, we talk about peace in this world, but it's not a lot of peace within our relationships. And, and so we have to navigate, you know, when we come to these challenges and challenges with one another is you have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you'll just go in circles and you'll go over and over again and you'll just keep doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for different results. And that is the definition of insanity. And that's why so many marriages and, and relationships, you just feel like you're going insane because there's no progress. This plan helps you have a clear process and a progress going forward. You know, it reminds me of the scripture in Proverbs. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. With a peace plan, you're trusting the Lord to guide you, but it's put, making this in a very practical and applicable way of how to connect the two of you as you navigate difficult times. Mm, I love that. And if you find yourself in a place where you're feeling stuck, uh, we just want to offer you know the services of uh, Life Unplugged. We have certified coaches that can help not only in your individual walk, but also in your marriages, um, even in, in places of recovery. Uh, we also offer some great intensives. We have some intensives coming up. Um, we're going to be having an incredible time in uh, Steamboat, Colorado, uh, at uh, in conjunction with um, Steamboat Christian Fellowship, and um, doing some fun things up there. I think we're going to. I don't even know. I think isn't there like. We're going on a sleigh ride, sleigh ride. like a four course meal with that as well. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so much fun, but we're going to dig into some, some really great, um, concepts and then have, have some time to share and yeah. grow in our relationships. And then right after that in March, we've got a men's intensive, um, that's going to be amazing. And then we we also have a women's intensive in April. So we've got some really great events coming up. We have them, um, going ongoing all year long. Uh, so if you're hearing this and you're like, Hey, I want to get plugged in, then plug in. That's right. And you can find out all this information at www.livelifeunplugged.org. You can go there, all the information's on there. And so, but we're just thankful that you have joined us today. We pray that you are able to um, allow yourself download this this peace plan online, and then allow this to be a kind of a guide in how to build a sh- and sh- and strengthen your relationships with your spouse and others, and so that we can have peace within our relationships and connection with one another. If you'd like to hear more from us and our special guests, subscribe to this channel, or check us out on our website at www.livelifeunplugged.org or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. This podcast is made possible by the generous partnership of individuals and organizations who have donated to the initiatives of Life Unplugged.